it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of Pickin' Pigskin Winners here on Aaron Torres Media. I am so honored to be able to talk to you this week, right before Thanksgiving, about the the NFL games coming up here in week number 12. And I got to I got to tell you this. It's been so much fun to talk to different people about these games each and every week. Of course, I'm Wes Easley at loafing it over on Twitter. And I've been able to bring to you some really good guests, some fine guests. And I think I've done the same thing for you again this week. I met him on Twitter not very long ago. I, I have no idea how we got to know each other. Sometimes on Twitter, you start following some people that you see did did a good job. And I think that's how this ended up happening for this guy. At King Midas Bets, at King Midas Bets on Twitter. His name is Taylor, and we did this coincidentally on a week whenever the kids were out on, of school for vacation because Taylor happens to be a principal at school, which is pretty cool. I like that uh, because I am talking to an educated fellow, I believe. Taylor, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me, and I love being here on a week off. Now, now, what do you, well, King Midas touch? Now, I am very familiar, I think, with the story of King Midas. Everything he touched turned to gold. Is that right? That is correct. And that's the goal is to bring some winners to the people. Um, you know, we do our best on that. Not a certainly not a 100 percent hit rate, but that is the idea. Well, here at Pick and Pick Skin Winners, we ain't scared. We're going to talk about every game, even though it is a Tuesday afternoon that we're recording. So a lot of things are going to be able to change before Sunday. I'm sure there's going to be injury news and notes. But what our listeners are here on Aaron Torres Media, very educated people. And they like to listen to this just to be able to get a perspective of how the game's going to possibly go from a couple of different sides. And that's what we try to bring you over here on Pick and Pick Skin Winners. It's just the different different types of game scenarios that may occur during the week. But I know that these guys, like like this past week, what happened with the Dallas Cowboys and Kansas City Chief game, where all of a sudden Amari Cooper came down with COVID before the game. You know, And our listeners know to take that with a grain of salt, because I think I even mentioned how important Amari Cooper was to that Dallas Cowboy offense. And so whenever stuff like that happens, Taylor, I, I know that you and I make adjustments throughout the week, and I think our listeners will, are going to be able to do the same. It's really weird picking games on Tuesday, though, isn't it? It is a little bit weird. I will say one advantage that we have this week is three Thursday games coming up. So we're only a couple days away on those. But if when we're going all the way to next Monday night, you are exactly right. There are a million things that can happen between <laughs> now and then. Yeah. And, and one of those things that may happen 
is people can take advantage of this great deal with football rolling in right now uh, for all these football junkies. All you got to do is bet $1, just $1 on any game. And if your team that you bet on scores one point, you get $100 in free bets. That's from Aaron Torres. And that is also from our sponsors, DraftKings Sportsbook. All you got to do is head over there. Use the link that's going to be in the description of this in the in the tweet. It's going to be joined to the tweet. It's also going to be in the description of the podcast. So it's going to be really cool. And and all you got to do is click that show description, put $1 on any team. And if your team scores one point, you get an automatic $100. Thanks to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And also thanks to Aaron Torres. You can follow Aaron Torres. I know you you know the name. You're familiar with that name, Taylor. Aaron Torres uh, online.com is one of those places where you can find all kinds of information each and every week, not only for NFL, not only for uh, Major League Baseball, whenever that ended up happening, but also for NCAA football and basketball. And right now, Aaron Torres has on his pinned tweet all of his results, who he picked for the Final Four, I believe. And that's really exciting to see my guy, Aaron Torres, in his element of college basketball. Do you get into that, college basketball and everything, Taylor? Absolutely. College basketball is actually how I got my start on Twitter. I started uh, a Twitter account out of my love for college basketball less than a year ago. It was last December. And I I got to over 3,000 followers in just a couple months um, picking picking college basketball games. So, no, I do love it. I know we're here to talk about NFL today, but I do love college basketball just because there's so many opportunities out there. They can put a hundred games out there. You can find some opportunities to make some plays. Yeah, and that and look, that offer is included. Uh, you can also use it for college basketball, college football. You can use it for anything like that. So a great offer there by DraftKings Sportsbook. And I got to tell everybody, if you have a gambling, think you have a gambling problem, or you or somebody you love thinks they have a gambling problem, just call one eight hundred Gambler in Illinois. If you've got a gambling problem, you can use that for just about every single state. Is to use one eight hundred Gambler. All right, Taylor. Look, we got a lot of games to cover this week. We try to keep this show to around a half hour, not as fast as my man JB Barry the DFS flash podcast over on Aaron Torres media, but we still try to get it in here. All right. And, and everybody always subscribes. Everybody always rates the show. Everybody always likes this show and all that. And our first game that I am fired up about. And speaking of fired up, the reports are that Matt Nagy might get a little bit fired up himself this week after this game is over or before this game. I'm not sure how that is, but right now the reports are coming out of Chicago that this may be Matt Nagy's last game coaching for the Chicago Bears this week. I can't see how you can do that going into a game. I can see if he loses the game, how he would lose his job. I think he has lost that locker room. I think he has lost the veteran presence there in that locker room. And so whenever that happens, I really wonder how a team is going to respond. It's very strange to hear those reports coming out of Chicago right before a Thursday night game against the Detroit Lions. And Taylor, I know you look at the opening lines too, I'm sure, and watch how these trends kind of go. This, this game started out where Chicago was favored by four points. Now they're favored by three. Detroit, uh, I say Detroit, the whole entire game, the point total started out at 45. Now it's down to 41 and a half points, Taylor. I, I don't know what to do with this game because of those reports. I don't think the veterans want to play. But at the same time, I know the veterans don't want to lose because Chicago's right in the middle of a playoff chase. They, they still have hopes and dreams of a playoff anyway. And Detroit hasn't laid down on anybody yet. Taylor, Taylor, this game confuses me. And my, I'm a Chicago Bears fan, so I have to step away from this for a second and let you talk some sense into me about this game. 
So when I started going through the list of games for the week, I knew this was going to be the first one. It's the first game that is played. And I was like, man, that's not doing us any favors on a, as far as a tough game to, to predict. Mm-hmm. I will say I look for te- things that teams do well that the other team has trouble stopping. Right. Okay. And in this case, the Bears actually have been able to run the ball with some success. And the Lions are just uh, awful at, at stopping the run. And so yeah. when I'm trying to think about who can, th- let's be honest, these teams are not, not good teams. I know the bears have won some games. Um, they're, they're a terrible road team though. Um, and, and the, the lions are a terrible, terrible anywhere team, but, <laughs> but they fight hard. I will give the lions credit and their coaching staff credit for keeping them, keeping them going. I think the one advantage that the bears may have going into this if they're motivated to play is that they can run the ball against a team that has, has struggled mightily to stop the run. And, and I think that that might open up some things for the bears. Okay. When you need a victory, this is what I've always heard. When you need a victory, you go to the running game. That's what I have written down right here. And like you said, the lions are terrible at stopping the run They're They may be bad at a lot of things, but they're terrible at stopping the run. And if Chicago And if Matt Nagy need a victory, they need to return to the run. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Chicago Bears with the three points. And and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say this, too. On a short week, Andy Dalton has already been named as a starter for Chicago, I believe. He he, he does well. He does well back there. I'm going to take Chicago to cover. I'm going to also take the over of these two uninspired teams, <laughs> because I think defense is one of those things that you need to have inspiration to play. And I don't think Chicago's going to have inspiration to play defense. And I don't think Detroit necessarily is going to have that inspiration either with that record that they, they may, they may sense so that they can get the very first victory. I'll just go ahead and take Chicago. I'll go ahead and take the over because it's just 41 and a half. I'm going to, I'm going to go with Chicago with you, but I'm actually going to go with the under on this one. And that is because I I think both teams are going to try to run the ball. And with the NFL clock rules, I see that clock churning a lot. But if I said if I was to point out one risk to the under, it would be exactly what you said. And I actually wrote this down was that are these teams motivated to play defense? And my hope is that on a Thanksgiving Day game with the world watching, they will be motivated to play some defense. But Hey, we, we, we've, we've admitted from the beginning, this is a hard game to pick. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, we'll move on to the next hard game to pick. The Las Vegas Raiders versus the Dallas Cowboys. With all the injury situation that Dallas has right now, this game total started out at 53. It's, down, it's dropped down to 51. Dallas was favored by five points. Now they're favored by seven and a half this week, Taylor. I, I, I think that the Raiders lost their inspiration a couple of weeks ago. And I've been saying that they've been going through the motions for a couple of weeks now. And I'm just going to go ahead. And even though there's a lot of injuries, I think Dallas is the better team. I think Dallas can score. I think Dallas can lean upon their defense. And I think Dallas is going to run this ball, run this ball, run this ball, just the same as we talked about before. I'll take Dallas to cover and I'll take the under. And usually I like to play that first half under uh, if I play any of them at all, Taylor. Yeah, I, I'm going to completely agree with you here. The Raiders are 29th in the league in run defense. They're going to face a Cowboys offense that is, number one, highly motivated coming out of that Kansas City game. The As you mentioned earlier, that, that Cooper 
not being able to play really affected them. But that was playing against a Kansas City defense that has really improved over the last month. And they're they're playing a Raiders defense this week that's going the complete opposite direction. They've lost three straight games. Um, their, their defense, they're 29th in the league in run defense. The Cowboys have the most balanced offensive attack in the league. They're four and one at home. They're first in the league in total yards. I, I think that Raiders defense is in for a disaster. And so I'm going to agree with you and I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I would love that line at seven and not seven and a half. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing on draft draft Kings that it has ticked up to seven and a half right now. Um, but I would be watching that one to see if it could if it could tick back down to seven. I would jump on the Cowboys. I like it. I like it a lot, Taylor. At King Midas Bets over on Twitter. Next game, I, I you know I like I like your picks. I don't know if you've ever been to New Orleans or not, Taylor. Many but times. I have. Oh yeah, I, I like New Orleans too. A fun place to be, man. That's a fun town. You get those little donut, those imitation donuts that are really good with the powdered sugar all over them and everything. Good, so good jumbo and jambalaya and all that stuff down there. But one of the things I don't like right now about New Orleans is the mojo that's coming off of that team right now. That that, is, that team is really, really struggling to find an identity. Now that, now that they have Trevor Simeon as the, the quarterback and they've lost Kamara as the running back right now. Buffalo has too many weapons, and they have got a great defense. So I'm going to just make this one quite simple. Buffalo was favored by two to start the week. Now they're favored by four. This whole game total started out at 52. Now it's dropped down to 46 and a half. I will take Buffalo, and I will take the first half over in this one. I like the first half over, which is usually, you know, that, that that's going to fluctuate a little bit, 20, 22 points for wherever you're looking at it from, from DraftKings Sportsbook. But I'll, I'll go ahead and take Buffalo in the first half over. All right. I, I'm on the same page with you again. Uh, New Orleans is kind of a mysterious and magical city. And the, St- the Saints started the season with some magic, but they have lost that magic. And I think that they're a team that fights hard and they, they have managed to try to piece some things together throughout the year, but they are just too depleted at this point. They've lost three straight. Um, and when the Bills are coming to town, the Bills are a little bit tricky, but they are talented. And then right now, looking at what the Saints are trying to piece together, I just don't see how they're going to be able to match up. The Bills, interestingly enough, have gone win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. Well, we know what time it is this week. It's time for a win if you follow the pattern. Um, but this is a, the bills are six and four overall, and they are way more talented than a six and four team. And they're just looking, in my opinion, for the right matchup and and the saints are going to be it. I actually included the saints in a teaser last week, um, giving them nine points and they came nowhere close to that. And so I'm, I'm all about the bills this week. I'm actually seeing on DraftKings that has ticked up all the way to five and a half. Wow. So we are we are not the only ones that that are putting putting our backing behind the Bills. Well, I think I'm I... actually going to go with the under on this one though, because I think the Bills are going to get a lead, and you're just going to see a heavy dose of the run game. But the first half over, as you said, could be a better bet. Yeah, I, I think so, and we'll go ahead and make it for four. 
because that's what I have written down. And okay. if you know if you know how I write things down, you know that there's going to be a bunch of scribbles on there. And I checked DraftKings Sportsbook not too long before we got on the air, and so it must have jumped up a little bit after noon or something, some some news that came out or something like that. So we'll go ahead and go with four. That'll give you a little extra room for error there, Taylor. <laughs> I so. appreciate that. I'll take any help I can get. <laughs> Next game is the Tennessee Titans versus the New England Patriots. Right now, Tennessee is licking their wounds. Boy, that you talk about another injured team right now who might have been playing a little bit better than their record shows. They just, I mean, they, I, I don't know if you can play better than your record shows, but man, they were they were definitely playing better than their skill that they had, especially after Derrick Henry went down to me, New England. It, right now, it's just a great team, and they are great at smelling blood in the water, and I think they can smell that coming off of that Tennessee Titans squad. Not only that, but they, they got blood in the water for that division title and everything. I think New England's going to be really motivated right now to take it to the Titans and to win this ball game. So I'm going to go ahead. This game total started out at 48. It's dropped down to 44. New England was favored by one and a half. I, th- th- it jumped up to six. New England is favored by six right now. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and still think that New England is going to cover this one. And that's it. <laughs> I, I'm going to agree with you. I think we've been on the same page a lot yeah. so far. But you're a smart man. That's why I brought you on the show. You're agreeing uh, with me. And so I <laughs> always agree with the host. I think that's one of the no, rules no, of, no. of podcasting, right? No, now, no, maybe no. We can get some debate going about one of these games, I'm sure. But the, you, were, you were right. The, the, the Titans are a team that um, they're licking their wounds. They had a great run. They beat several really good teams straight. But losing to the Texans last week, their their injury report is like a page and a half long. And there's so much parity in the NFL that there is no team that can withstand a significant amount of injuries without it affecting the on-the-field product. The Patriots are coming into this one having won five straight. And and like you said, smelled blood in the water. That's a product of coaching. Um, they have, you know, Bill Belichick didn't forget how to coach when when Brady left and that he's got them rolling with, with five straight wins. One thing to watch for that's interesting in this one, the Patriots overall playing really well, really tough defense. They are two and four at home. And, and that, that really surprises me with a tough minded team like the Patriots that they would struggle so much at home. But I think this is a chance for them to get right, keep their win streak going. And I am going to, even with the, the point, the line ticking up, that much i am still going to roll with the patriots and and i'm going to go with the under i'm going to go with the under here because that patriots defense if you watched what they did last week it was i mean it was a spectacle what they were doing to the poor new orleans yeah i i I like the under two on that one a little bit uh i usually like those first half ones and i think that was going to be really low Uh, i could see new england's defense scoring a couple of touchdowns in the first half myself so you know what they got to do they got to get rid of anything tom brady related i think maybe that's what it is mac jones trying to come out of that tunnel and he's looking around and he see all the you know he sees tom brady's picture hanging up on the wall and everything that's big shoes to fill man that's big shoes they got to get rid of some of that stuff so mac jones could just continue to be comfortable and win rookie of the year from my great state of Alabama. That's wonderful. Hey, I know I told you a little bit about the DraftKings Sportsbook where you put a dollar on something, Taylor, and you're on a game, and if your team scores one point, you get 100 bucks. I, I know you heard about that. I know you know people can go over there to the pin tweet and be able to link up with the link and find a way to get over to DraftKings Sportsbook to be able to put that money down on it and to get $100 in free bets if your team scores one point. I know you heard that. I know you I know that. that. I know that. 
I don't know oh. if there's going to be one point scored in this New York Jet versus the Houston Texan football game. I think that if there was a game that you could put down as a zero zero tie, and maybe that's going to be the amount of viewers that they have is zero and zero. Okay, I don't know what in the world the New York Jets and the Houston Texans are have any right playing this week number 12 maybe they should just both mail it in or something like that because we're going to have to watch this one and we're going to have to pick this one okay this is actually for the first pick in the 2022 draft that's what this game is that's right now it's going to be which team can lose the fastest i think is what this one is both teams are tied identical records and you know both of these squads want the first pick in the draft with the young coaching staff and everything like that this game started out where new york jets were favored by one now it's crossed, and the Texans are now favored by two and a half. The game total started out where it was at 46, and now it has dropped down to 45. I I don't want to pick this game. I would stay away from this game if I could. But since we ain't scared here on Pick and Pick Skin winners, and all the subscribers know that, I'm going to go ahead and take the Jets in this one just because – the Houston Texans secondary is so bad, and Joe Flacco was really liking to throw the football. That's a, and he don't care about the first pick in the draft. He's he's trying to see who he's going to get first pick on the in the couch on next uh, next year on Sundays. Is what he's thinking about. I, I'm I'm here to offer you some debate, but it's not going to be about this game. I completely agree with you once again. <laughs> the, the Jets, who are 0 and 5 on the road, they have the worst tur- turnover differential in the league. They give up the most yards per play in the league mm-hmm. are somehow going to be my, my, my pick for this game. They're, they're facing the Texans who average the fewest yards per play. It's a great, great, great real quick betting angle for anybody that wants to look at is just look at yards per play and look at how many yards other, another team gives up per play. And you've got um, last versus last here um, playing, for, playing for that draft pick. One thing I'm going to say is that, the Jets have been able to move the ball a little bit better. Flacco, I don't believe, since he's been playing, has thrown a single interception. So I said they had the worst turnover differential in the league. But if Flacco can take care of the ball, then that can put some of that behind him. And then Tyrod Taylor for the Texans. They they were expecting to get a boost out of him. But, you know, it's hard to say against that depleted Titans team. That's a big game for Tex- the Texans, always a rivalry there. Um, I'm, I'm hard to, it's hard for me to put too much into that. He's, he's not taking care of the ball at all. If I'm going to get points in this game, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the points and I'm going to take the under. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I, that was the main thing that jumped out at me was the points. I'll take the points. Uh, look, this is one of those games that where you just kind of don't, where you don't want to kind of stay away from unless there's some injury news that pops up at the end of the week. Next one, Philadelphia at the New York Giants. Oh boy. I, you know, I don't know what the New York Giants do well. I except lose. I know they do that pretty well, as a matter of fact. And I know what Philadelphia does pretty well. And I think it's kind of changed their whole year once they have dedicated themselves to the run. And I don't mean Jalen Hurts running around for his life, what it seemed like each and every week. I mean, actually running with running backs, even though whenever they do that, all the running backs end up getting hurt, Taylor. Uh, see? <laughs> so it, it kind of puts them behind the eight ball whenever they want to do that. But 
the Giants just aren't real good at stopping the run either. It's like you've been talking about it a little bit. I like the Philadelphia run game in this one. It's getting that time of year where where it seems like that's going to become more and more valuable as the season goes on. This game total started out at 46 and a half. It's still at 46 and a half. Here's the, here's the kicker, though. The Giants were favored by three points, and I guess after the Monday night debacle that they had, the Philadelphia Eagles have actually now, by DraftKings Sportsbook, are now the favorites by three and a half points. I'm going to take Philly. And I'm going to take the under in this one because eight of the last nine home games with the Giants have gone under. So I'm going to go Philly and I'm going to go under. Are you going to be a smart man and agree with me again, Taylor? I'm going to halfway agree with you. I'll be halfway smart. The the Eagles might be my favorite play of the week this week. They are a great road team, despite not having a good season for especially the first half of the season. They're four and two on the road. They despite churning through different running backs are second in the league in, in rushing yards. Uh-huh. And, and one thing that they do really, really well is, is get to third and short. So they're, they avoid third and long with that running game. And so they're actually fourth in the NFL in third down conversion percentage when they're on offense. So they keep the chains moving and keep the other team's offense off the field. And when we, I mean, we, I'm sure we both watched the Giants debacle last night. They, they can't block anybody. We, we don't know what Jones is at, at quarterback because he takes two steps and he's running for his life. Um, and then when he actually gets time, I think it's so in his head that he's missing wide open receivers. Uh, coming off that, I, I heard some late internet rumors that may be true that uh, Jason Garrett has now been fired. And so they're going to have to have a new play caller, possibly Kitchen, stepping in uh, this week on a short week coming off Monday night football. There's no way I'm going to miss out on, on on the Eagles this week. I think that they're, they're a hot team, and this is a great spot for them. I'm actually going to go with the, with the over here, although that's a really lukewarm pick for me. I, I, I would avoid that, that wager altogether, but um, I think that what I saw out of the Eagles offense the last couple of weeks, I think they're going to score a lot of points, and that would put a, any type of under bet at risk just on what the Eagles offense is going to do. Okay, and I think the new head coach, his name's going to be Kenny Galladay, and he's going to say, the play is throw me the ball. That's what the play is, throw me the ball. That's just how Kenny Galladay appears to me. Uh, hey, this next week is Thanksgiving, and I want to make sure that you understand that you need to go over to AaronTorresOnline.com and to make that a bookmark on your computer, a bookmark on your phone. Make it a regular viewing habit. Austin Montgomery's writing articles over there, and, and Aaron Torres is, is writing articles. He puts his podcast on there about NCAA basketball, NCAA football. He's a very busy guy this time of year. And my friend J.B. Barry is over there at Fantasy Coach J.B. He also has the DFS Flash podcast, and he puts that out each and every week, 15 minutes of really good DFS fun and and DFS uh, education about what's coming up on the DraftKings slate. And of course, Pick a Big Skin Winners over there as well, where it's sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, Taylor, I don't know if you know about this or not, but we are always looking for new talent over there at AaronTorresOnline.com. And if you are somebody who might be interested in getting into the business somehow, some way, you can contact me at Loafinit over on Twitter or contact JB Barry at FantasyCoachJB on Twitter as well. And we might be able to take care of you at AaronTorresOnline.com. Make sure you make that a regular viewing habit. And speaking of that, J.B. Barry's favorite team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Indianapolis Colts is next on our schedule. 
to me, Taylor, this is the game of the weekend. And I I am maybe a little bit biased because I always root for my friends' teams, so maybe even a little bit harder than I root for my own Bears because I wanted my friends to be happy, and I know how I'm going to end up by the end of the season. And so I want to ask you to go ahead and walk me through this game a little bit and give me your first initial thoughts before I give you mine. Absolutely. So Tampa is obviously coming off a great a great season, um, and they've been a little bit inconsistent this year. And, and I think te- people watch them. And they keep seeing flashes of brilliance and wondering, is this the same Tampa team that we saw last year? When are they going to kick it into gear? Um, You can even remember last year with so many new faces, they started off slow, but come playoff time, they were an absolute machine. Mm -hmm. And, And people are just waiting for them to do that again this year. And I'll be honest, I haven't really seen it. And so I'm looking at a team that's going on the road. They have a two and three road record. They beat a terrible Giants team last night on Monday Night Football, but they lost their previous two before that. Um, and then they're coming off a little bit of a short week um, because of the Monday Night game. I'm I'm not seeing that much to love, especially when you put them up against the Colts, who are really finding their groove. They have the best running game in the league. And the Patriots, I mean the the Bucks do have a good run defense, mm-hmm. but the Colts' running offense is just dynamic right now and they have a plus 15 turnover differential which is the best in the league all that considered i'm actually going to go with the colts in this one well 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 my young friend i I say young i have no idea how old you are (laughs) 38 okay well you're i'm older than a lot of people nowadays all right taylor i'm just older than a lot of people i'm pushing i'm pushing middle age whatever middle age is i guess 50 i i I plan on living to 100 that means i don't know if that's accurate or not taylor but i i kind of have a tendency to agree with you and last week kind of solidified this pick for me when it comes to the indianapolis colts because i saw jonathan taylor say whoever was in front of him he did not care what color uniform it was on you know buffalo it said buffalo buffalo's good defense buffalo should be able to stop the run Taylor, Jonathan Taylor said, I don't care. And, and Tampa Bay is one of those teams that should be able to stop the run. And I think Jonathan Taylor's going to say, I don't care. And they're just going to be able to run the football all over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This game started out as Tampa Bay being favored by one. Now they're favored by two and a half. The game total sitting at 51 and a half. You're giving me a home team, Indianapolis, who seems to play up to their competition every time that football is snapped. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who they're playing against. They play to their competition. Tampa Bay is a good team. Indianapolis is a great team, in my opinion, right now, how they're clicking on all cylinders. I'll take the points. I'll take Indianapolis at home. So we are, again, in agreement, Taylor. This is uh, this game must be easier than we thought. Yeah, I, I, we're going to go 15-0 and 0 this week, right? That's what I that's what I that's what I'm picking. OK, we got Atlanta traveling to Jacksonville. Atlanta still has playoff aspirations, hopes dreams, maybe nightmares. I don't know if they're dreams or nightmares, but they still have hopes and dreams to make the playoffs. Jacksonville, on the other hand, is playing for that last position in the NFL where they can get the first draft pick next year's uh, NFL draft in 2022. This game total started out at 51. Now it's at 47. Jacksonville was favored by one. Atlanta is now favored by one. I'll make this one easy. I'll make this one easy. I'm going to take Atlanta and I'm going to take the under because in Jacksonville's five of the last five games, the under is hit. Six of the last seven games versus Atlanta, the under is hit. And eight of the last nine games for the Jaguars, 
on the season have hit the under. So I will take the under and I will take Atlanta. All right. I am going to agree with you on Atlanta to keep keep in sync with each other here. I think that the Jaguars, they fight hard. They really do. Um, they're a team to watch over the next few years. But right now, they just don't have the heavy guns to get through a full NFL season. Every time we think that they're going to turn the corner, I'm like, all right, this team's putting it together. Lawrence is improving, and he is improving most weeks. We saw him beat the Dolphins. They come back and lose 31 to 7 to the Seahawks. We see them beat the Bills and then play really tough against the Colts. Really tough. We think they're turning the corner. This, this is when they're going to step up. The 49ers are in a letdown spot, and the 49ers just smash them 31 to 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of done believing in the Jags this year. I think that they, they're done. They will play hard, they will fight hard. But the Falcons, Still have a little bit more to play for. They are a three and two road team, which is interesting for a team that's really not not that good. I I do feel like they're maybe a little bit better than they get credit for. I hear a lot of conversations about the worst teams in in the NFL, and the Falcons keep coming up. They're actually four and six overall. I mean, one game, one tight game going the other way. They're a 500 team. Uh, I think that that actually creates a good opportunity for us to get on the Falcons this week and that's going to be my pick i did you say under for your pick i did and you don't have to pick an over and under i sometimes i get motivated to pick that though i i am not gonna i am not gonna pick that but i will say that if i was gonna pick it i i think that there will be the the ball will be flying around a lot of passing from both offenses and that's going to lead me to if i had to pick i'd pick the over Ooh, so I'll take uh, over two and a half interceptions then with the balls going to be flying off. <laughs> I like it. I, like I, I, don't, it. I, don't, I don't know if that's a prop bet over at DraftKings Sports, but I have no idea if that's a prop bet by our sponsor or not. I don't know. Carolina is taking off Miami. In Miami, this is a crazy line movement whenever we talk about that, and that's what we do over here at Pick and Pick Skin Winners. Our subscribers know that, of course, that we look at it at the beginning part of the, the week and then at the end part of the week, and, of course, we're doing it on Tuesday, so it hasn't moved that much or it hasn't been that big. But look at this. The point total for the game started out at 51.5. It, 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 it's, it's Tuesday. It's already gone to 42.5 for the game total. That's crazy. That's a big line movement already. Miami was favored by 4.5. Now Carolina's favored by 2. I – these teams, I don't know. I don't understand this crisscross of the of the line. I don't understand why the line movement had dropped. I, I was looking for some kind of injury news to see whether or not Jacoby Brissett was going to end up being quarterback again. I, it's crazy how this point went. But you know what I think it is, uh, Taylor. I think that, um, and you've got the Midas touch, King at King Midas touch on Twitter. You've got the Midas touch, but I don't know that Tua has the Midas touch against a tough defense. And I think the Carolina Panther defense is tough. I think it's hard. I think with the addition that they've made recently of, of getting people off the injured list with the free agency pickup as well, I think that this just makes this defense a little bit harder, and I don't know that Tua grasps the NFL offense quite yet, so I will take Carolina. I do like the over in this one because it just drops so fast, so much. At 42.5, I think this one could go over with these two teams. I like Miami's defense, but I just don't like it that much. McCaffrey's a machine. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna pick the Panthers as well, and and I'm I'm mad at myself for doing it because I picked them last week. It was actually my uh, public play on 
uh, at King Midas Bets. I pick one game for free for the public each day, and I I bet on the Panthers, and their defense just stunk it up. And that was disappointing. But this, just like you said, Tua is in a different position. I really think that the Dolphins – um, they've actually played well lately. They've they've won three straight games, but they're gonna they're gonna face a Carolina defense that is second in the league in what they allow per play. The only team better than them is Buffalo. And so when you throw throw a young quarterback like Tua in the mix against a defense that should be motivated after their second half performance last week, I think I think it could be a long day for the Dolphins. The Panthers um, is I believe statistically they might have the best passing defense in the league. So how is Tua going to adjust to that? Um, and then the other thing is that they are top five in third down percentage, meaning that they, they get off the field and against, against a young team that's really showing some t- signs of improvement. I think this is a matchup nightmare for the dolphins. Um, I think the Panthers come in motivated the, There's the whole hype around the city with cam. I think, I think the Panthers roll in this one. And, and I think that they're going to score a lot of points, and I would take the over. I think so, too. When I saw 42 and a half, I, honestly, I was sitting there going, what entry news do I not know about? Is there a hurricane coming down there in Miami? What, what is going on with this one? So yeah, keep, keep your ears open. Maybe Vegas knows something that we do not know, or our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook know something that we don't know, which is probably true in many cases. Pittsburgh travels to Cincinnati to face those Bengals. Uh, listeners that subscribe to this podcast know that I locked in Cincinnati earlier this year, King Midas. They know that. They know I went crazy and I said, Cincinnati's going to win this game. I'm going to make it a lock all those. And they ended up winning I, to my surprise. Really, I was right on one of those picks. I can't see as I as I write this story for the Cincinnati Bengals this year, I can't see the 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 ending story saying that they beat Pittsburgh twice in a year. I just can't do it. Pittsburgh was favored by three to start this week. Cincinnati is now favored by four and a half. This game total started out at 46. It's dropped down to 45 and a half. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I don't want to touch the over or under in this one, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I'm going to take the points. I mean, that's that's that, that's a late minute feel. I, can, I, I got Pittsburgh in this one. Well, we finally get to disagree on a game. We've been oh. waiting all the whole podcast for this. I think the I think the Bengals have got this one, and I think that's also why you're seeing so much line movement. Um, the the Steelers really really struggle to stop the run. Um, they're they're and and they really struggle to to run the ball themselves. Um, mm-hmm. Najee Harris is is a good player. He's a good running back, um, but he's only averaging three point six a carry against a Bengals team that is, is pretty good at stopping the run. And I think there's a reason that when they played the first time that the Bengals won 24 to 10, and that was at Pittsburgh. I think this is just a bad, bad matchup for the Steelers. I think they're not going to be able to run the ball, which puts it in big Ben's hands to, to try to win the game. He will fight valiantly as he always does, but watching him the last couple of weeks, he has been hobbling around and I just don't know if he has enough left in the tank this late in the season to pull off a win that, that would require him to do so much of the heavy lifting. Um, I think I think I'm going to go with Bengals on this one. 
Yeah, and I, I I think that this line goes up. It's definitely a lock for me for for the Pittsburgh Steelers to win. I wish it was more than four and a half, and I know that's already a big line movement. I might put that. I would want to put that in a teaser or something like that to get it up there a little bit more to give me a little bit more of a cushion. My mine's just the narrative, you know. Just hearing Cincinnati Bengals beating Pittsburgh Steelers twice in a year. Whenever I do my win loss total podcast at the beginning of the year, you know, something like this, I go, okay, Cincinnati's going to win one of these this year, uh, but they're not going to win two. So I would just have these teams splitting and I, that's that's the whole reason why that that doesn't make a lot of sense maybe to some people but it makes perfect sense to me and by the way you pick cincinnati i pick pittsburgh i get to tell you this to you this week taylor you're wrong you're wrong uh, okay that's just how it is every, every now and then i am <laughs> i make sure you follow taylor over at king midas bets is that what is that what that it is, is? King Midas at King Midas bets on Twitter. Okay. Uh, we got next, we have this game. The public is coming in at 81% on the Los Angeles Chargers. 81% against the spread on the Los Angeles Chargers. This game started out where Denver was favored by two and a half at the beginning of the week. And now DraftKings Sportsbook has the Chargers favored by three points this week. The game total started out at 45 and a half. Now it's dropped down to 47 and a half. Uh, this was a tough one. I went back and forth, back and forth on this one, Taylor. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I need you to tell me what to do on this one. Maybe I'll agree with you after you're all said and done. This was, this was the toughest game of the week for me to okay. pick. And I went back and forth on it as well. And one thing that, that I did that helped me, um, come to a conclusion was looking at the style of play where the Broncos have done well and the style of play where the Broncos have done done poorly and the the teams that the broncos have beat have been very weak offensively with the exception of the cowboys they had that one win in dallas that was kind of out of nowhere but the other teams that they've beat have been the giants poor offense jags poor offense jets poor offense and washington football team when they were playing pretty poorly on offense and so those are the teams that they can stick around with their defense is pretty good against those teams but when they face more offensive-minded teams, the Ravens, the Raiders, the Eagles. Now that the Eagles have found some offense, they've lost all those games. And so we know if there's one thing we know about the Chargers is they will bring the offense. They may not bring a defense with them, but they will bring the offense. And that strikes me as the type of game the Broncos struggle with. And so for that reason, I am going to go with the Chargers, who are 3-1 and one on the road this year. Okay, and I I wanted to lean the Chargers on this one. I don't, I, I, you know, you got this that that whole lure of Denver being at home and Mile High Stadium and all that. Look, the Chargers are playing really well right now. They they showed that the other night on NBC, and that they showed that. And the Chargers, though, whenever I look at them, they're one injury away to me from having a disastrous finish to this year. I don't think they have as much offensive talent as maybe it appears to us sometimes. They are running hot and cold every once in a while, but I really like how Herbert ran around out there on the field. I, I'm going to go ahead and take the Chargers as well. I will agree with you, but I'll look for a letdown game if they beat the Denver Broncos. I'll look for a letdown Charger game next week is what I'll look for. Minnesota is traveling to San Francisco this week. The game total started out at 46.5. It's already gone up to 48. San Francisco was favored by 6.5. Now they're just favored by 3, even though the point total went up. 
I think Minnesota had an emotional win last week versus Green Bay, which is going to cause them to have a, maybe a little bit of a letdown week this week, having to travel to San Francisco. San Francisco, I love how they find ways to score from multiple sources. I really like this 49er team. It seems like they're coming together right now. They, I, it started out at six and a half. Now it's dropped down to three. I'll take the Niners at home with the, only having to cover three points. I'm going to agree with you again. I think the 49ers, so the Vikings are coming off a big emotional win, but the, the, the 49ers were coming off an easier win, but what, what, in what could have been a letdown spot. And they just blew right through that. Like it was nothing. I think they're playing with a lot of confidence. I think that they're going to find ways to move the ball, especially on the ground. Um, Minnesota's defense has not stopped the run. Well, I think they're going to get a heavy, heavy dose of the run. Minnesota's defense overall is 26th in the league and how many yards per play they give up. And they're, they're going to be facing a San Francisco offense that finds ways to stay on the field. They are masters of eight, eight, nine minute soul crushing drives. And if the, and if the Vikings defense cannot find a way to, to stop them on the, some of these third downs, the, the, the 49ers will just keep the ball away from them the entire game. I do think Cousins has been a bit of a bright spot for the Vikings. He has 21 touchdowns to only two interceptions. So that's one thing that could help him out is taking care of the ball. But it's not going to do him any good if he's standing on the sideline. So for that reason, I'm going to go with the 49ers. And with those long drives, those eight-minute drives that end in a field goal, those are great for underbetters. So I'm going to go with the 49ers and the under. All right. I like it, Taylor. Uh, I, I, you know, we talked about how old I am now and everything like that. And I'm also, we talked about how I'm in Alabama. So when you have old blood, like I do, it gets a little bit thinner and then you're in Alabama. So I'm used to the warm weather. And I don't know if you know this or not, but it's starting to get cold in areas of the world. It's, it's just getting cold. It's that time of year where the sun goes down a little bit sooner. And so the environment starts getting cold. And you know what I've always heard, Taylor, in all my years of watching NFL football, is that the, the warm weather teams traveling to a cold weather stadium do not do very well. And so whenever I see this game, I'm going, oh, this is that same scenario. And the, the Rams have got to play the Green Bay Packers this week in Green Bay. This point total started out at 47. It's dropped down to 47 and a half. Green Bay was favored by three. Now Green Bay's only favored by one. I really like it. I like a mad Aaron Rodgers who just tore up last week. I mean, he played really great last week, and I know he's got a little turf toed. I don't care, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers doesn't need a turf toe. He doesn't even need a toe to go out there and handle business whenever they're only favored by one point. Give me Green Bay at home. Give me that point. I no problem at all. Oh, man. I see this completely the opposite. I You think Aaron Rodgers is mad. The supposed best team in the league, the Rams, coming off two losses. Cold weather, no cold weather. I don't care. They, you, you think you're old. Aaron Rodgers, he, he may be older than you, <laughs> and he is hobbling around out there. Think about that that front seven for the Rams, mm. and and what Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to do against that type of front. He, I don't know if he's going to make it through the game. He, I don't know if he's going to make it through the game. And we've seen what the Packers look like when he's not in the game. It is rough. So I, this may be one of those those shining moments where Aaron Rodgers proves me wrong. It will certainly not be the first time he is, he is a great, great player. He's fun to watch. The Packers are four and at home. We know they get better when the weather gets colder, but what I can't see them overcoming is the, the defense of the Rams when they step it into gear. And I think that this might be an opportunity 
where they come in highly, highly motivated after those couple of losses. And I mentioned the Packers are 4-0 at home, but the Rams are 4-1 on the road. So they are not scared of road games. We will see if the cold scares them off. But right now, I am going to go with the Rams. Okay. Well, look, we'll put a little side wager on this one, just between you and me. And if I am wrong and you are right, I will send you an autographed 8 by 10 glossy picture of me, Taylor, is what I'll do. Wow. That's that's impressive. Um, I'll hang it here in my office at work. I, I don't have any of those. You don't know. Well, you don't want one of those at all. It's, you just you, you better hope that the Green Bay Packers win, so you don't have to get one of those in the mail. Is what you better hope. All right. Okay. Here we got Cleveland against Baltimore. This was another tough game for me because both of these teams are all over the map as far as looking at them and trying to predict an outcome from them. I, I don't like either one of those teams from that perspective. This game total started out at forty-six and a half. Now it's dropped down to forty-five and a half. Baltimore was favored by three and a half. Now it's dropped down to four. I don't like where Cleveland is as a football squad. I think the injuries have plagued them. I, I and 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 look, Baltimore is not the same Baltimore team that we usually think of with that real strong defense, and we know Cleveland can run the football here. I, I just don't know what to do with this game, though, because like I said, they're they're both all over the spectrum, Taylor. And maybe you've got some clairvoyance here on this. Uh, could you could you tell it to me if you do? I, I certainly don't. I think that this was another one of those games where it was almost like the Broncos game where I just kept going back and forth and back and forth. Mm-hmm. And what I'm what I came down to in the end was that, you know, injuries in the NFL, there's so much parity. These teams, the difference between the top teams and the bottom teams is not so huge compared to college sports, for example, um, that the Browns have just dealt with so many significant injuries that I don't see how they're going to overcome this. They came into this season. Um, I'd be interested to hear what you picked on their win total, but they're six and five right now for for what was expected to be a really good team, and and I, we're just not seeing it. Their their last performance on offense was was abysmal. They're supposed to be a team that runs the ball with power, dominates in the fourth quarter. They're supposed to take over a game, and we saw almost the complete opposite. They almost lost the game. Mm-hmm. So. Um, knowing knowing that the um, the Ravens are probably the best team in the entire league in terms of getting off the field on third down, um, they they stop the run. They could make an injured uh, Baker try to take over the game on his own. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Ravens. They're four they're four and one at home. They've been they've been really inconsistent this year, but they do seem to be a little bit more consistent at home. One of those uh, narratives I try to write uh, for this game is just how a team plays or a person feels after they've been injured or sick. And I think that's what happened with the Ravens players last week. They were more sick than anything. And to me, if I'm ever sick and I get better, I feel like Superman. Like I could just, I mean, like I feel great. Like, oh, I forgot what it felt like to feel good. And and that is the narrative that I push there. And also, like you said, uh, Baker being a little bit injured, Cleveland just kind of playing down. It felt like they played down, and maybe they were looking ahead to this game this week. But I'll have to see that to believe it. I'll take Baltimore. I'll take at, at the the four points at, at home as well to cover the four points. I just I, I I keep envisioning a Justin Tucker field goal to win this game is what I keep envisioning. So I want to go with Cleveland because of that, but I can't do it. I, I just got to think the Baltimore is going to feel like superheroes and going to go out there and run all over these guys a little bit. So that's what I'm going to do. 
and I'll put you down for Baltimore as well. Last game seems to be pretty easy to me. Seattle at Washington. This game total started out at 46.5. It's still at 46.5. Seattle was favored by 2.5 at the beginning of the week. DraftKings Sportsbook, our proud sponsors here at Pick and Pick Skin Winners, is now favored. Uh, Washington is now favored by one point in this game, and I don't think that's enough. I Seattle's playing really bad. Maybe Russell's finger will feel a little bit better, but Washington is peaking right now. They're going up in the as far as I'm concerned of the of my strength of the football teams in the NFL. Seattle is coming way down and they're really struggling right now. I'll take Washington at home. One point. Monday night football probably hasn't been there in Washington for a long time. I really like Taylor Heineke. He's one of my kind of guys, I think. He's just a big rah-rah guy whenever he's out there on the field. So I'll take Washington at home. I this was this was a tough one for me to pick because I want to pick Washington. And I am trying to figure out the reasoning behind that. And other than mm-hmm. just eyeballing a game, right? I, I take a lot of pride in knowing the statistics and making not just the eyeball case, but a statistical case for who I'm going to pick. And I, I am going to go with Washington, but I really can't tell you why. I watched them play against Carolina <laughs> last week, and there is just some magic factor. We kind of talked about the Saints losing their magic factor. Um, but Washington seems to have it right now and, and Seattle certainly doesn't, they've lost a couple in a row. Um, they can't stay on the field when they're on offense. I I guess I'll throw in a little bit of analytics on this one, but in third down, um, conversion on offense, they're, they're 30th in the league. They just cannot stay on the field. Um, Washington, Washington's defense is, is, I don't love them. I don't love yeah. them at all. Uh, you know, they, 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 the same thing that Seattle is, is terrible at Washington's bad, bad at. Um, so you've got two bad passing offenses going against two bad defenses against the pass. It makes it very difficult um, to predict, but what it's going to come down to. And the reason that I can pick Washington is the magic factor. And there is something about an NFL team playing at home who can stop the run. And I think, I think the, um, Washington football team can stop the run and that will be enough to get them over the hump and they will win this game. Okay. I agree with you. And I, I, I like your take of not knowing why really I, my main reason why is when I watch Seattle, I just think that they're really not a good football team right now. Mm-hmm. And I really wonder if they have anything left to play for this season. It, it seems like a real long shot for them to make it to the playoffs at this point with a veteran team. That's really disappointing for them. And Washington is just hungry. They look hungry and it's Thanksgiving week, Taylor. And speaking of Thanksgiving weeks, I am very thankful for you for coming on picking pigskin winners. And I think that you did a wonderful job. You can check him out over at King Midas Bets uh, over on Twitter. And and Taylor, I hope you had a good time. Thank you so much. I've never been on a podcast before. This was my first time and, and I've absolutely loved it. And I will come back on anytime you want. And I know that this is picking pigskin winners, but if you ever do a college basketball special, I'd be happy to come back and talk to you. All right. That sounds good. Maybe we'll work something out like that. And I appreciate your knowledge and your hard work and your dedication that you've done. That's one of the reasons why I picked you is because you were a great follow over there on Twitter. And I uh, appreciate that kind of work that people put in on stuff like that. And speaking of work, my guy, Aaron Torres, he is working each and every day, not only on his media content that he has going on with college basketball, college football, and everything else that he's writing articles, he's putting out podcasts, but also over at Aaron Torres 
InfoWarsOnline.com, where you can find Austin Montgomery's articles over there. Also, the DFS Flash podcast, there gets a link put up there each and every week that J.B. Barry does. Please make sure you subscribe not only to Pick and Pigskin Winners, but also to Aaron Torres' podcast. Make sure you subscribe also to that DFS Flash podcast if you're getting into that DraftKings a little bit for fantasy football. And then I'll go ahead and rate those podcasts as well. It's always good to whenever you rate it, whenever you leave a comment that's always supportive and it, and it shows up real good in those Apple iTunes, the Google Play rankings on everything like that. So we appreciate all those extra little caveats that you put into the podcasting world for us. And look, if you're looking for how to get into this industry, you can always contact JB Barry at Fantasy Coach JB, or you can contact myself at Loafing It over there on Twitter. And we might be able to have an avenue for you to be able to help us out over at AaronTorresOnline.com. We all I want to wish you all a good Thanksgiving. We hope that you have a good one. I hope you pick some good winners this weekend, along with picking some good turkey off of the bones there. If you get the wishbone or anything like that, we really hope that you have a good time doing that. And as always, we want to thank you for listening and to encourage you to make a, a positive impact in somebody's life today. As you know, our show, Picking Big Skin Winners, as well as the DFS Flash on Aaron Torres Media, has partnered with DraftKings, and they've got an incredible deal for you. New users bet $1 NFL game and win $100 in free bets if their football team scores a point in their football game. That's right, $1, and you end up with $100 in free bets. To take advantage of this offer, click the link that is in the podcast description below. Uh, make your first deposit, place a $1 wager on NFL. You're going to get that. It's the best offer in the biz without a doubt right now. I haven't seen it matched by any other site. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Do it responsibly. Let's get some pick and pick skin winners. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No it's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.